Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You can want to do something, but it's your environment not going to let you do it. Because it's not going to reinforce those thoughts to keep you focused. Right? So let's say I want to save $10,000, but my habits are $12,000. You understand me? Every month I'm spending money on entertainment. I'm spending money on sex. Sex is the biggest chase that people focus on. Everything we do is for sex. Right? So when we talk about gaining discipline, you understand me, it's being a disciple of your mind. You understand me, it's, it's, it's learning how to uh, um, detach and uh, disconnect from the things you don't need and replace them with the things you do, right? Most people just don't want to hear the things that you need to do. Yeah. You understand me, like, it's, you gotta be a man about it, be a mind about it, right? Like, if I wanna get focused, I gotta change my environment if my environment is not connected to my focus. Yeah. You understand me? Environment is the strongest, most powerful thing that controls human beings. Change the environment, change the man. Hey, hey, wait, wait. I know y'all want to get to this next episode, and it's a dope episode. But listen, if you are watching this, you're about to watch someone who's a multimillionaire, somebody who is an entrepreneur, somebody who's a mover and shaker. But I know that you also have a story that could get you on the same show, but even, even better, creating multiple streams of income from your story. So listen, I need you to text me my book to the number 646-687-4152. That's my personal number. Text my book to that number and I am going to personally mentor you and help you to create a book that will give you multiple streams of income. So again, text my book to 646-687-4152. All right, let's go watch the show. Pay attention and listen, we about to teach class. Inside the boat, my man asked cash to get your man right Thursday night. 8 p.m. to see him change your life. Millionaire mindset, the best on earth. Blueprint to wealth and knowledge network. Forget it while you can, and he's standing right here. He's coming out the phone to see. This episode is sponsored by Greenwood Bank. Black millionaires, oh yeah, oh yeah. Come inside the phone to see black millionaires, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You won't ask cash, you can catch it right here in the ball. All right, y'all, so welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Today, we have the living legend in the building. Look, legendary is forever. That's why I got my Nipsey Hussle shirt on, because we have a living legend who is going to teach you about all the awesome things that you going to need to get your life right, your mind right on the metaverse, cryptocurrency, one of the leading leaders in that space, my brother. 19 Keys is in the building. Appreciate What's that. Up, Very energetic. Oh, you understand me opening. Man, and 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 so I love this. I love this. Uh this, I mean, first of all, um, this was a very uh, uh, highly requested interview. Mm. People were like, yo, when you gonna have 19 keys on the platform? Uh, we connected and I was like, of course, I need this brother on here because uh, a lot of, um, you know, the, your, your knowledge is, is on a different level, right? And mm. like you really um, kind of understand 
um, where the world is going. Mm -hmm. uh, you understand what the future looks like, whether we accept it or not. Like you are there. Um, and so I want to I want to talk about that. I want to talk about, you know, you being one of the leaders uh, in the crypto space, NFT, metaverse, all of that. But before we go there, for those who don't know, mm -hmm. who is 19 Keys? I consider myself to be a young God, uh, a truth speaker. You understand me? I'm from Oakland, California. I grew up in a Muslim household where I was taught at a very young age who I was, giving knowledge yourself. Uh, but I also grew up in the hood, you understand me, St. Louis and Oakland. So I had my verse in the streets. I had my bout of multiple cases, you understand me, going to jail, being in the streets, plus being in the mines, having that duality of sense, you understand me? And then um, at the same time, always being an entrepreneur, always being a hustler, you understand me? And I believe really like my forward thinking capacity comes from you know, uh, my early introduction into Islam when I was younger because the thought process was always thinking towards the hereafter, a world after this world. You understand me? And so I grew up to be a thought leader. You understand me? One whose expertise spanned in many different areas. You understand me? In industries at the same time. So, you know, I'm a, a leader in the health space with my products, a leader in the education space and the wealth advocacy movement that's going on or also called the financial literacy movement. You understand me as it is. Um, I've done world tours, you understand me, speaking around this country and then throughout Africa, the UK, Jamaica, you know, multiple places. And um, yeah, I've been a, a leader within a culture. Yeah. You understand me behind the scenes. I meet with a lot of the, the leaders or those who have prominent platforms or that potential to have a platform and try to get us all on one accord. Yeah. Or if anything, just be a brother. Yeah. You understand me? And so I've been known you know, to, to, to be one of those conscious figures, yeah, you understand me? But at the same time, I have a, a relatability because I connect to the streets, yeah. you understand me? So from the streets to the higher consciousness, that's my road, that's my in-between. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And um, you, you, me you mentioned, um, you, know, you know, your upbringing and yeah. that duality. Talk, talk to us a little bit about that because I feel like, um, you know, people, especially in our community, mm -hmm we don't give duality enough credit, right? Mm -hmm. We look at sort of like negative, or what we like to call negative circumstance, yeah. uh, shun it, uh, embarrass the body, we wanna tuck it away, we wanna act as if that's not our superpower. But, you know, there is power in duality. There's mm -hmm. power in, you know, knowing what you don't wanna, seeing one side of things and then seeing the other side and then being able to make a choice. So talk a little bit about that for us. You know, duality essentially is living multiple lives. Yeah. You understand me? Uh, people talk about the idea of reincarnation. That can happen through a man's life multiple times. Mm -hmm. You understand me? While he lives. Yeah. You know, so it's like growing up in the streets, it gives you a uh, empathy, yeah. right? Because I would say like about 90% of the people that I grew up with, you understand me, locked up in jail, dead, or just failures at life. Yeah. So, you know, there's many people that give up on what they believe in. And, you know, the idea of just being multidimensional and having a duality is understanding your ability and your experience of living in multiple worlds. You understand me? So it's like the guys that I see from the streets, I got an extreme amount of empathy for them. You understand me? Because I think about how one thing that I did in my past, you understand me, that if 
it would have caught up or if I would have slipped and I would have been locked up in jail, caught a case, did 10, 20 years, or I could have did something that could have got me shot or killed or any one of those dimensions could have happened at any point in time as I was making decisions. So I don't consider myself to be lucky, but blessed. You understand me that it had to be some sort of guide. You understand me that had a, a, a higher purpose for myself that I was going to make it out those situations to become who I am today. But this cat's right now with an extreme amount of potential just maybe doing something stupid at the moment, right? And they need a key in their life. That's where my 19 keys come from. You understand me? Because my older brother was a key for me. You understand me? I was able to learn from a lot of his examples, right? It's a lot of the bad he did, a lot of the good he did. You understand me? And, and we got a saying in Islam, subtle on the best part. You understand me? So with that, I know a lot of cats that don't have a good parents, don't have a great environment, and environment stronger than nature. You understand me? So if you're in the wrong environment, you may want to do good, but there's nothing there to reinforce it. You understand me? And we are organisms of reaction through our environments. They entrain, you understand me, our will and what we're going to do next. So that duality allows us to have that sense of understanding and empathy with the outside world, especially those who are not exactly like ourselves. You understand me? Whether it's brothers that's, that's on the job, people that's in the streets. You understand me? Whether you at the high level of leadership. You understand me? Even this, you got the Gen X uh, generation, the Gen Z generation, the, the millennials, the baby boomers. All generations I can have a level of empathy for. You understand me? And that's because I've had a multitude of experiences. So I have no expectation of people being like me. Yeah. You understand me? Whatsoever. Right? The only thing I can work on assisting is giving you the tools to be the better version of yourself. You understand me? And that comes with knowledge yourself. But if you don't have a key in your life, then you can't unlock that aspect of yourself that has been suppressed by its environment. Yeah, I love it. And you mentioned, you know, you know 19 keys. That, yes, sir. You know, uh, talk to me about some of those keys. So the 19 keys come from first um, a quote that I heard by Masfuad Muhammad. Masfuad Muhammad is the one who taught Elijah Muhammad. Elijah Muhammad, the one who taught Malcolm X, Elijah, uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan, and and uh, um, uh, Muhammad Ali, and you know everybody. <laughs> but to that point, though, the saying was in the 30s. He said there's 17 million original people, and there's two million Indians. He said that represents a 19 million rusty lock minds. You understand me? And he said there's 19 million well-oiled keys to unlocking those minds. And those keys is interchangeable for, you know, knowledge or enlightenment. You understand me? Or energy in the mind for people that have been suppressed and oppressed for so long that if they finally get that enlightenment, they could never be oppressed again. You understand me? And there's multiple ways of going about giving a person those keys to unlock that higher level of self. You understand me? And then that number 19 is not just a finite number, but it represents duality. It represents masculine and feminine. You understand me? It represents beginning and end. It represents knowledge being born because between that one through nine is all the numbers. You understand me? I always tell brothers, like, we can all be the ones. You understand me? Because two just represents two ones. Three just represents three ones. Four represents four ones. Everything in the universe is mathematical and we all just ones. You understand me? But we're always trying to be above the next because we're trying to rule each one. But I learned that each one teach one. That's the principle of 19 keys. You understand me? Each one unlocks one, yeah. right? Yeah. And I operate through that mastermind method of finding like minds and working together to build and pool resources. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I love that because, I mean, I could speak, you know, personally, uh, when I didn't have knowledge itself, mm -hmm. um, you know, there was a lot of destruction, taking yeah. out of school, running around, doing crazy things. But once you get that knowledge of yourself and you know who you are, like my name literally means gift of God, right? Yeah. And so how can I run around 
acting less than a god absolutely. and my name means that right absolutely and so how do we how do we start that process of getting that that knowledge of, of self because i you know i believe that's that's the key what intended is like yo once you get you know knowledge of self then no you can't be shaped no one could could could, could call you out your name no one could shake you what do you how do you start getting that knowledge of self Knowledge yourself starts with self. You have to start studying yourself. Yeah. There are resources. You understand me? It's like in, in, in different cultures throughout antiquity and throughout time. You understand me? Some people meditate. Some people chant. You understand me? Some people go through psychedelic ritual perceptions. Some people go through books and studies. Being in America, we were given, you understand me, books and we we're given certain guides. You understand me? So specific for the black man and woman in America. Right. Studying the resources that are here. Right, I believe that every black man in America should read meshes to the black man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You, that's gonna be a foundation because without a foundation, you have nothing to stand on, right? Most of, it's a, it's a saying called uh, in Sankofa, right? Look back while moving forward. You understand me? So you can understand what you left. You can understand what's behind you so you know what's next, right? And a lot of us, we don't understand our story. We only know his story. Right. We study his story all of the time in school and education through indoctrination. So we lost without any understanding of who you really are. Yeah. You understand me as a man. Yeah. You understand me. What are your values? Yeah. You understand me. What is what's in your DNA that makes you who you are? Yeah. So for me, I mean, the study and the knowledge of self can go into many different facets. Right. But to rebuild that confidence to understanding self, one first has to know who they are. And me, that starts with understanding that you are God. Mm. You understand me? And the reason that I say that, and it can be proven in no limit of time, because I can ask you, and, and, and you know, and I know a lot of people, we live in a generation X and Z and, you know, don't truly believe in God. Yeah. They do, but they believe in it in a different perspective. Mm -hmm. You understand me? See, reality is nothing but contracts. Mm -hmm. You understand me? But we don't have agreed upon terms. Mm -hmm. So when I talk to you about God, we don't agree on what that term means. Mm -hmm. You understand me? But if you ask a person that say, well, I'm spiritual, I don't believe in God. Or they say, I'm spiritual, I don't believe in religion. Your new spirituality just becomes your religion. You understand me? Because that's your way of living life so you can have happiness here on earth. You understand me? And be a so-called good human being. But it's like another person say, well, I'm going to follow Christianity. That's going to help guide me to being good. That's going to give me the tenets and path and faith and belief. Another person say, well, I'm going to follow the law. I believe that this is the right way in order to do it, in order to follow those attributes and being a good person. But we all have a religion. But we're taught the connotation of things instead of the definition of things. What we feel about it versus what it actually means. If I ask, that, if I ask a person that doesn't recognize what Islam understand it at all, I say, do you consider yourself to be a good person? Mm -hmm. The average person consider themselves to be good, mm -hmm. right? Human beings inherently want to be good. Yeah. Well, I said, would you consider yourself to do God's will, good will? Mm -hmm. You understand me? I say, yeah. You understand me? Well, I said, do you Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, 
Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Consider yourself to be a Muslim. Mm. They will say no. Well, I say a Muslim just means here's a her will to do the will of God. Yeah. They say, well, I still can't call it. Why? Because of your programming right. towards it of how you feel. Right. We are more emotional than logical. Yeah. This even goes back to knowledge of self, understanding who you are. Yeah. As a man, you need to know what is the masculine and feminine principles that exist within yourself. Yeah. Right. One of the biggest issues that we have in society now is men no longer want to be masculine. Mm. You understand me? Young boys are not growing up to aspire to the principles of manhood mm. at all. Yeah. You understand me? It's, it's actually quite the opposite, yeah. right? And it's forcing women to go into a place of masculinity to protect, take care of themselves and develop out a nation because they believe they don't have a masculine man to lead, mm. right? So getting back to the foundation of knowledge of self and through family, right? And the principles and the protocols of family is how we start to reestablish order in society. And I, and I, and I love that. Um, and, and you said, you said, you know, in speaking of order, mm -hmm. uh, talk to me a little bit about the Black World Order. So the Black World Order was an organization that I started because, number one, so I, I'm going to tell you how the thought and was inspired. Um, when I do research, right, um, you know, I, I look for the observation of cycles, mm -hmm. you understand me, and synchronicity, mm -hmm. right? Um, last year, in 2020, especially during the time of this big you know, a uh, uh, paradigm shift, mm -hmm. right? I knew that this cycle would have to be connected to another cycle, mm -hmm. right? Especially when you're talking about the stock market going through different crashes. And 119 years ago from uh, 2020, they had a crash, one of the first crashes, right? 1901. And it was because of rumors of JP Morgan um, and uh, they're trying to monopolize these railroad systems. Mm -hmm. You understand me? And when that happened, afterwards, you understand me, after that crash and it, of course, corrected itself, you know, white families came together to try to monopolize the railroad system. And the president at that time, you understand me, had to create anti-monopoly laws, you understand me, to stop that because they understood that, well, if one family controlled this industry, then they can control all of America, essentially, right? Then fast forward, and, and then, of course, I've seen a lot of similarities, a lot of things that were started during that year, right? Um, such as, I believe, the FDA and a multitude of other different things. But when I find cycles, you know, it, it, it was uh, uh, imperative, you understand me, that I understand what's coming next. Yeah. You understand me? Because history repeats itself just in new ways. Mm -hmm. 
And it made me think that these big companies were going to start monopolizing, that they were going to work to take over all of the fields and industry, especially when I start to see supply chain squeezes. You understand me? And then that means that, well, whoever has the grip on supply chain will run everything. You understand me? Then you start to see these companies like Amazon and Google and Apple, they start putting their hands everywhere. You understand? Oh, I want to make cars. I want to make chips. I want to make VR. I'm going to make this. Every single thing, right? So then you start seeing all these antitrust laws. You understand me? It's 119 years later, and uh, Jeff Bezos is getting hit with one. Now, this was a law that started 119 years ago for the same exact reason. You understand me? So I say, you know, the way things are about to go and how it's about to speed up so fast, these boys are about to take over all the landscape. The only way that we can compete with such an operation, no matter how we successful we are as individuals, no matter how big our platform get, we get influential, we get popular, all of that, it doesn't matter if we don't group up. You understand me? So I looked at some other influential leaders within the community at that time that were doing great things. You understand me? And on their own respective platforms. And I said, you know, towards the end of the year, I had gave them all a call, you know, and I told them my idea. Like, how about, you know, we bring this together and then we can market the monopoly on education. We can market the monopoly on financial literacy of teaching our people, but at the same time, giving them real results. You understand me? Setting them up. So the idea, we came together, we had our call, and um, we wanted something dangerous. You understand me? We said, we gotta, if, if it's this big and it's all of us together, you understand me? We got to call it the Black World Order. You understand me? And the first you know, week we dropped it, it was successful. You understand me? So we built a seven-figure company out the gate. You understand me? And from there, we had thousands and thousands of students, you understand me, who were getting magnificent results in stocks and insurance and options and mindset development and understanding cryptocurrency and a multitude of different things. And I explain that whole process more so also so that people can understand today that same issue still arises, mm -hmm. right? We think we're doing good until we realize that we're $10 trillion behind. Mm -hmm. You understand me? And in order to solve that problem, we have to understand how to increase the assets and the networks of black families in America. Mm -hmm. But before we can get to that, we have to increase black families in America. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like we're in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Atlanta got a family problem. You understand me? Because Atlanta don't want to do family. Everybody wants to remake the family. But at the end of the day, until you get back to the principles of family, we can't we can't compete with no other culture. Mm -hmm. The Asian household, mm -hmm. they the top in America. Yeah. The East Asians specifically, mm -hmm. they winning the game. Mm -hmm. When you go watch movies, you gonna see them taking the place of so-called minorities now. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see that black masculine man in there no more. It's going to be an Asian in that role or a woman in that role. Mm -hmm. You understand me? The black family has been completely... I mean, outpaced, you understand me? And they consider in that model to be outdated. Mm. So it's like, number one, we have to get back to a norm of, like you said, we acknowledge yourself, mm -hmm. masculine and feminine principle, which allows us to build family. Once we build family, we have to learn how to do it right because my whole point was to give a list of every family. Every black family needs a list of things that they should have in order to make sure that they assured and living right, that their legacy is secured. You need a trust. You understand me? Whether you're getting you an express trust, or irrevocable trust, or celestial trust, you understand me? You need a state planning within that family. Yeah. Everything should be in that family's trust. Mm -hmm. You understand me? That family should be set up with a crest and a code. That family should have its own Bible. Mm -hmm. You understand me? That when you pass it down, this is what we're teaching the children. Yeah. 
against the programming of the world so we can actually have influence in the world based on our principles, yeah. not the ones that we inherit from the dominant world around us. Yeah. You understand me? And so the black world order was just that, black, not meaning about the color of our skin, you understand me, about the character of our mind. Mm. You understand me that black represents that darkness, it represents being an original man on the planet. Mm. You understand me, and man meaning mind, mm. the original mind, the original frequency of righteousness, inherently good because when they say a person sins, I believe in, in Hebrew, it's talking about being off target. Mm. You know, the devil's job is to denature you, is to, 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 to rob you of your nature. Mm. You understand me? The nature of a human being is righteousness, to be good, to do good. Yeah. Right. So if I can get you off your target, if I can get you off focus, I'll rob you of your nature. You're no longer a God. Wow. You understand me? You can the like the most powerful thing that anybody can do today is focus. Mm. Wow. You understand yeah. me? You know how hard it is to focus today? Yeah. You understand me? It's like so it's like at that principle of understanding blackness, because it's not a nationality. Black is not a nationality yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> you understand me? We can't we, we talk speaking black, but that's just, you know, our code of ethics and a culture of what we relate to. Mm -hmm. But it's not an actual language. Yeah. Right. So when I'm talking about it, the mind, mm -hmm. I can see a brother that's melanated all the time, but he may have more of a Caucasian mind because he may relate more to the Caucasian culture. Mm -hmm. You understand me? And there is a separation because we have different values and norms that we establish. Right. And then we go to the world. The world is a collection of your thoughts, your ideas, your perspective. I can change the entire world if I change enough minds in the world. You understand me? The world is just the principles of our collective consciousness joined together to create our reality and what we agree on it. The, 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 the most powerful men fight to have their ideas in the world. And everybody else propagate those ideas and help build those ideas outward into evolve on their thought process. Mm. So the question becomes, is the world built right in the image of our mind mm. or is it built in the image of our oppressor's mind? Mm. You understand? Because it seems we are always fighting against something. Mm. We wouldn't be fighting it if it were for us. Mm. You understand yeah. me? So if I look around at the architecture in the world, if I look at a world as designed, it ain't designed based on my mind. If I was to design a building, I wouldn't design any straight lines and windows. We'd, we'd be going to something fly. You understand me? We go, go, I wouldn't even design with four corners, right? Four corners is a contract of the mind. You understand me? To trap the mind, right? No, you want to design in a capacity to where it allows the mind to flow free because nature doesn't design, design straight lines, right? But that's the nature of our mind. How do we design the world in a way that we want to see it based on our character and our righteousness. Mm. And then we talk about order. Order is the first law of the universe. Yeah. Everything has to be established in an order. Yeah. Organizations only fear organization. Mm. We can go yell. We can go pick it. We can go toss it all we want to. Mm. But until we have organization, we don't have power. Mm. See, one of the things that I learned is that we deal with head problems with our heart too much in our culture. Yeah. You understand me? Yeah. And when I look at every other culture and how they're able to get ahead, you can go look at the corporation or, or, or the LGBT community. They got a CEO. Mm -hmm. That's an organization. Mm -hmm. You understand me? They have bylaws. They have an agenda. They have a way that they're going to get out what they want to get done. Mm -hmm. Right? The Asian community. You understand me? They are organized. When there's an issue that happened with the Asians, when they said they were being attacked, mm -hmm. they got Joe Biden to sign a bill of hate crime instantly. instantly. Yeah, yeah. You understand me? They got movies and music and celebrities and influencers. Man, they organize so fast. You understand me? You talking about the Jewish community. Top, you go in the top 100 billionaires, they only represent 2%, but they the top 25% the of them. You understand me? How is that possible? Organization. You understand me? 
we don't have organizational standards. And the organizations that we do have, we didn't even start them. NAACP wasn't started by black people. You understand me? Black people didn't even, it, 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 we wasn't even in it at first. They had to let us in it. My auntie was the first black woman on the board of the NAACP. You understand me? But it was a white woman before her. Right? So even when we talk about organizational standards, they created so that they can make sure that their families are set and straight. You understand me? The mafia, everybody talk about the mafia and want to be gangsters and stuff, but the mafia is about families coming together and protecting each other. You understand me? And certain people in that culture, in that community couldn't be touched. You understand me? We ain't got nowhere near a structure of family. That's the most gangster, most powerful thing on the planet because families rule the world. You understand me? So the goal of that structure was to create more powerful families in our communities by giving them knowledge itself, giving them education, giving them skill sets and resources so they'd be able to do for self. Mm -hmm. Wow, wow. And doing for self is sort of like the most powerful thing that you can have. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and part of, um, you, know, you know, your mission uh, is also, you mentioned your health company, right? Yes, sir. Um, how, does, how does health align with wealth? Right. I, how, how, how are those 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 two things connected? Because I love, you know, Goldwater. Right? Yes, sir. Um, you, you got you, you got CMOS. Yes, sir. But in talk yes. to us about that Goldwater. <laughs> so, number one, health is the most important thing on yeah. the planet Earth. Yeah. You understand me? It's just that, um, you know, in the word health is heal. You understand me? And um, we don't think about healing ourselves. You understand me? We, we, we always trying to band-aid everything. You understand me? And we don't understand health at all because we don't understand our bodies. Right? I, I first want people to understand that we don't get old. You understand me? Like, age is not a, the, the ideas of age and the paradigm of age is not real because, uh, let me ask you this question. Right? When you were, you know, you, how old are you? you know, uh, 41. 41. You've never been 50 before. Mm. So how is that an old age? Mm. You've never been there. You're going into a new age. Yeah. An old age is somewhere you've already been and experienced. Mm. You understand yeah, me? Yeah. You can't tell nobody what 50 is like because mm. you've never experienced that mm. new age yet. You understand me? But when you go to 50, your mind is going to switch yeah. because your brain develops at different periods and points in time in life. Yeah. You understand me? From one to seven, your brain is at a, 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 a beta wave stage to where it is impression. You don't have conscious thought. You are just absorbing and taking in all the program in your environment, right? Then that switches from 7 to 10 and 13 to 18. You're going through puberty. You understand me? Your brain is going off uh, selectivity and patterns, which is why you can easily learn and adapt so quick, right? Then you get into 25 and then your brain switches again. Now your brain is thinking in more of wisdom and concepts rather than patterns. So the way you learn has to change. Right. Then you're going into 30. You start to know yourself more. You start to question yourself less. Right. But they don't teach us about our new ages and how to utilize the equipment of our new mind. You understand me? If there was an instruction manual, say, hey, man, you just turned 18. This is how your mind is going to change. This is how you use it. Right. The way you stimulate your brain and learning is going to have to change at the 25. So I teach people learning how to learn. You understand me? Because we went to school with destroyed our creative learning process. Cause we were given instructions on what to do yeah. instead of being taught how to learn. Mm. You understand me? Yeah, yeah. So when, for me, when I think about knowledge of self and health, they go intertwined. Mm. Do you know how your brain works? Mm -hmm. But you have to use it to do everything. Right. You only have one of these bodies, yeah. but you don't know how it functions, yeah. right? 
inflammation is 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 uh, is a killer. You understand me? That's that's the starting point of disease. Yeah. The inflammation causes the mucus. The mucus builds up. It traps the germs, allowing disease to be able to be set. Yeah. But we eat food that causes inflammation all day long. You understand me? Specifically, I always use this example, right? Soul food. You seen the movie Soul Food? Yeah. Big Mama cooking. She was whipping it up. Yeah. You understand me? She had to get that leg chopped off though, cause she had diabetes. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Because all the food she served was, you understand me, inflammatory, yeah. right? But that soul food, mm -hmm. right? That's that food that give us the itis, right? right? It give us the hepatitis, right. the arthritis. <laughs> you understand me? But cause itis is a suffix for inflammatory disease. Mm -hmm. Right. So we would celebrate eating death food mm. and then we would say health food costs too much mm. as if the medical bills ain't high. Right. You understand me as if living a short life. You understand me? It's not a high cost. Yeah. Right. But we were taught that. We were taught that, um, you know, a, a 70 to 80 year lifespan is normal. Mm. Who just somebody just woke up and told us that you only got 70 years. Yeah. See, the human mind is already being taught to, to, to die. Yeah. You understand me? And we have a death culture, not a health culture. Mm. You listen to hip hop, always talking about death. Right. You understand me? Sleep wherever you want to, increase your chances of death. Mm. Drive fast. This episode is sponsored by Greenwood Bank. Increase, go kill somebody. Mm. You understand me? You only live once. Yeah. Well, if you only live once, you're supposed to take care of it the best. Absolutely. You only get one of something, right. you're going to take care of it in mint condition. Yeah. But we're taught so backwards that we celebrate death, which is why we only rock with each other when we die. Mm. You understand me? Yeah. Even our activism and our revolutions are based on black death, not black life. Mm. You understand me? Yeah. So does black life matter? Mm. You understand me? Because at the, at the tip of this revolution right now, I don't see black lives matter, spending money to teach financial education yeah. and build up mental health facilities, mm. they disappeared. Right. Where does it go? George, right. George Soros no longer funding it? Mm. So for me, health goes into the full spectrum of it all. Yeah. You understand me? It's like the mental health in our society is dead. Mm -hmm. You know, you try to speak to somebody, but if they deaf, they not gonna hear you. Right. You understand me? And then when they speak, they got nothing to say because they dumb. Yeah. You understand me? You try to give them vision, but they blind. Mm -hmm. You understand me? So we have to go and reteach the paradigm of health. Mm -hmm. Teach, learn how to eat to live. You understand me? Not live to eat. Mm. But that's the backwards in our society. 45% of America is obese. Yeah. You understand me? Yeah. But we created a culture to protect obesity, but we haven't created a culture to protect health. Yeah. Yeah. You understand me? Because they say, well, you're fat shaming. You, you're, you're body shaming. Right. What, what about health shaming? Right. You understand right. me? Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. we don't have a culture for that at all. Yeah. So, you know, somebody who teaches health and somebody who teaches knowledge of self, somebody who teaches high-level concepts, I gotta make sure my people can actually digest them. Yeah. You understand me? So the point of getting things like CMOS, um, but not only CMOS, we put in the uh, nootropics. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Because I want to increase cognitive enhancement. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Because I'm trying to get you to understand these concepts, but you don't know how to learn. Mm -hmm. And your brain can't digest things for long-term memory. Mm -hmm. You understand me? So no, we're gonna put in lion's mane, which has that exact effect on the brain. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Or we're gonna put in cordyceps. Increasing stamina, right? Allowing you to have a, a, a better workout. You understand me? Allowing your swimmers to work more because the sperm cell count has decreased based on the crap that we keep putting in our bodies, uh. right? So not only we, we, we decreasing what they call fecundity in the body, right? You're talking about the amount of swimmers that you got to go swim to that egg. Uh -huh. 
But also, what it does is it destroys the mind because there's fecundity of the mind. Mm. So the production of ideas slow down, mm. right? In the hoods of America, we have uh, food deserts, mm -hmm. right? We have uh, a, a lack of access to nutrient available foods, and that's directly connected to criminality. Mm. You understand yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. When people don't eat right, they don't think right. Yeah, and, and it's funny you say that because, uh, you know, I was in, in uh, Newark, New Jersey uh, recently, um, and I'm like, I'm staying right across the street from this Prudential Center, mm -hmm. which is like the staple of Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. But I like, Mind you, no name like I couldn't find yeah. healthy food anywhere. Um, and then when you start looking at you know some like you said like the crime and absolutely what's happening, there's a direct correlation with that. Absolutely. And so when, so your health uh, equals you know the crime and 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 how you think and mm -hmm. the the amount of money you're able to make. So you're not even really able to think right. with these ideas and build wealth right because of. We right. live in, 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 in these food deserts. And you emotionally unstable. Yeah. You understand me? Yeah. You got to understand it's like my pops talk about, because he don't eat much meat at all, right? But he say if I'm going to eat meat is when I'm at war. Mm. You understand me? Because it's going to increase that anger. It's going to increase that spirit. You have to know what you eat and what for. Food is a tool. Mm. If you got a body, that's, this is the, one, the greatest design ever made is the human body and the human mind. Yeah. But what you put into it is very necessary yeah. because everything you put into it is going to create a reaction. Yeah. Food is supposed to have information, mm. right? Where it's teaching the cell something, it's doing something, it's having a reaction, mm. right? It's, it's, it's pulling in nutrients and minerals, you understand me, that the cell can use to fuel the body, yeah. right? We eat food because it has light in it from the sun, mm. right? So we're getting our nutrients from the sun, but we're also supposed to be in the sun at optimal times, mm. right? To increase our immune systems, mm. right? To help us break down food within our body. We have a circadian rhythm, mm -hmm. right? We don't know nothing about that. You understand? We'll put on a fancy watch, but we don't know the actual clock of our body and how it operates. Right. What are the optimal times we supposed to eat? What are the optimal times we supposed to sleep? Mm. What are the optimal times we should study where our brain is working better? Yeah. Right? So when you study the circadian rhythm, you realize like, oh, I'm not doing life right. You understand me? If I'm not in the rhythm of nature. Mm. A you ain't got to tell the plant what time to get up. Yeah. Because when that sun comes, it feeds the information that it's time. Mm. It has a reaction. Yeah. But we so far from nature. You understand me? That we get up because we got to survive. We get up because we got to go to a job. Mm. You understand me? Yeah. Because we're controlled by an artificial time. Yeah. But real time is nature. The sun tells you what time it is. It yeah. tells your body what to do. Yeah. You understand me? So we are feeding into distractions on a consistent but daily basis. Mm -hmm. We're feeding ourselves with the feed all day long. Mm. You understand me? That's what we feed all day long. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve hours of just feeding yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. But what is it giving you? Wow. It's nothing nutrient based and what you're absorbing all day long. Mm. So when you go try to think, your brain doesn't even have a pool of resource for where it can utilize. Right, right, because right. you've been distracted by every everybody's thoughts. You don't even know what you truly think. Oh, yes. You understand yeah, me? Yeah. So there's a detox that has to happen mm -hmm. from social media, because if you close your mind, you understand me? Or you close your eyes and you go within your mind, a song might pop up out of nowhere. Because that frequency is inside your head. Yeah. You understand me? Frequencies get trapped in the cells of our bodies. Yeah. Water has memory and we 70, 90% water. Mm. You understand me? Yeah. So if we constantly taking in images all day, all day, all day, yeah. you're scrolling. A scroll, you know, if you take a scroll, a piece of paper, you're putting on words and decrees. But we got an endless scroll and an endless feed in our mind that's spelling our mind to think nothing. Yeah. You understand wow. me? To keep you distracted all day long. Mm. 
so that another corporation can utilize your energy and attention to make capital. Wow. Right. So human capital, you become cattle. You understand me? So my question to people all the time is, do you control your mind? And if you do, prove it. Tell your mind something you want to stop right now. Let's say you smoke weed. You told your mind, you know what? I'm going to stop smoking today. And I ain't going to pick it up for the next three months. Mm. A day later, two days later, you back on the blunt. Wow. The reason is because you don't have control over this mind. Yeah. Your habits do. Mm. You understand me? So, you, you know, your body is supposed to be the slave. Your mind is supposed to be the master. Yeah. You understand me? But your subconscious mind ain't going to take orders from a weak consciousness. Mm. You understand me? So who you talking to? Yeah, 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 you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, you want to quit, but you can't. So I tell people, it don't take 21 days to start a habit. You understand me? It take one day, the day you start and the day you don't quit. You understand me? Because if you have mastery over self, you can tell yourself to be, and it is. You understand me? But if you don't control yourself, you're constantly starting and constantly quitting. And it's a cycle of a weak-minded person, right? And... Society is always trying to coddle people. Mm. Men always asking me, well, how do I get, man, you got to be a man. Drop your nuts and do it. Mm. You understand me? At some point in time, we got to stop coddling men mm. like they little boys and treating them like little girls. Mm. Speak to them like men. Yeah. You understand me? Like, we're so over-emotional in society. I remember in the 90s, the campaign was men need to get in touch with their emotions. Yeah. Now men are only in touch with their emotions. Mm. But they just don't have emotional experience to understand it. Mm. So we lack emotional intelligence mm. because we don't have emotional experience. And all this is health, yeah. right? All this is mental health, yeah. right? Which goes with the physical health. Yeah. If you take the, the prisons of America and you start feeding them health foods, it's gonna decrease the violence mm. instantly. Yeah. There's been studies where they fed nothing but you know soy food to the prisoners. Mm. You understand me? And that can also be considered a form of torture legally. Mm. You understand me? Because they start growing breasts. Right. I t they call them soy boys. Mm. You understand me? You're over emotional. You you extra zesty, and you don't know why. Yeah. You understand me? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and it increases anger, eating the wrong foods. Mm -hmm. You understand me? It increases crime. It increases sexual activity in the wrong spectrums. Mm. You understand me? So all of this has to be understood because that's where you're getting killed first. Wow. You understand me? Mothers kill their children at the dinner table. They creating criminals at the dinner table. You understand me? Because of what they feeding them. Yeah. A woman gets pregnant today, what's the first thing gonna tell you? Oh, you go you will have cravings. Mm. Go eat the junk food. The marketers love that. Yeah. Because the marketers know neuroscience. Mm. They understand the body. Mm. So number one, if I can get the pregnant woman to eat it, the grown child will eat it. Mm. You understand me? Not only that, so you eat it, it's gonna get into the baby. You understand me? When the baby is born. 90% of women who eat junk food, their children eat junk food, mm. right? But then what happens? That child now is influencing what's going in the household because when they eat junk food as a baby, they're going into the grocery store screaming, oh, I want this, I want this. You leave them with a babysitter, they're screaming, I need this, so they go give them what keeps them calm, mm. right? Wiring them to an addiction at a young age. Yeah. It's the, the mothers are making criminals at dinner tables. You understand me? They are creating the obesity. They are killing their children at dinner tables. It's a whole thing nowadays where women don't want to cook. You understand me? But that very idea of cooking is central to taking care of your family, yeah. right? And knowing what you're feeding into the mind of your child. Yeah. You understand me? Into the body of your child, right? Men should know how to cook as well, yeah. right? So at the same time, it's like that dinner table is where the worst things happen in our society.
You understand me? Because it creates the habits, right? You know, no child is born craving sugar. You understand me? But sugar is so addictive once you give it to the child, they crave it. So then when you try to feed them vegetables, they don't want it because they don't taste as good as the sugar. You understand me? So we think that eating uh, uh, good food is based on taste. Eating good food is based on what it does for you. So we say, no, that food is nasty. The food is nasty when it doesn't do something good for your body, when it's unhealthy. You understand me? So you have to change your mind that no, good tasting food or good food period is food that is good for me. You understand me? So once you change that and you understand that, you know, in the household, it can create the paradigm of what happens when you go out there, you understand me, into the streets. He just ate a whole steak meal and pork and all kind of crap. Then he went outside angry. Don't even know why he angry. You understand me? He, he got just a, a, a mood instability for no reason. Right. You trying to control your children in the household. You just ate them all, feed them all the sugar and mad while they tearing things up. You did that. Yeah. You understand me? And so it's like I understand because we got a welfare state, especially in the, the lower income households of America. Unfortunately, those food deserts, you know, are detrimental to creating diabetes. Mm -hmm. Right. All of our pre-existing conditions, because mm -hmm. they let us know during COVID, black people have the most pre-existing conditions. Absolutely. But there was no health campaigns that swept the hood. Not one, yeah. Not one came and swept the hood. Yeah. No, they went to all the hoods of America and offered them Krispy Kremes. Mm. You understand right. me? At a time when we're in a health crisis, right? right? They, they, they start doing more McDonald's commercials and Burger King commercials. Yeah. Why? Because people are broke, so they only go eat what they can afford. Right. You understand me? So you're dying more and more and more mm. based on what you put into your body. Wow. So health is pivotal because once you change the health, you do change the wealth. Mm. You understand me? Because your mind is thinking clear. Yeah. When you're not thinking of surviving on week to week, you're not thinking from a survival standpoint. You're thinking from a longevity standpoint. Yeah. A person that eats good cares about their life. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They care about what they put in their body. Yeah. That's a different mindset completely, completely right, than right. a person that just eat anything. Yeah. It's hard to trust a person that don't care about themselves. Mm. So how the hell they going to care about you? Right. You understand me? Yeah. But at the same time, we can close on this point is that all vegans aren't healthy. I want people to understand that. Yeah. You understand me? All vegans ain't healthy. Mm -hmm. You understand? People think veganism is the holy grail. Mm -hmm. You understand me? But there's unhealthy vegans because they eat a lot of vegan junk food. Right. Just because they don't eat meat, mm -hmm. that don't mean that they plant-based. Right. You understand me? And they don't know themselves, and so you have to eat what's right for you. Mm -hmm. You understand me? And understand why you're eating it. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you don't work out... You know, you, you can't burn that many calories. You're not going to be able to burn starch, you understand me, in certain foods like potatoes. Mm -hmm. So you're going to start increasing in weight. It's just going to start piling on you because it has nowhere to go because your body wasn't made to absorb it. Mm -hmm. The food has chemicals in it that the body can't use. Yeah. So once it enters the body, it's a foreign substance, and your cells are like, are you attacking me? Is right. this poison? <laughs> right. Right. So they're going to send the so-called white blood cells to check it out. And they're going to start destroying things that's healthy, creating inflammation. Mm. So this is how you start to kill yourself. You start to create chronic disease within the body mm. based on what you eat. Mm. So food should have either inflammation or inflammation. Mm. You understand me? One is good for you. One is bad for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love that. And, and, and now, you know, we, we, get to, we get that mind, uh, you know, we start building the, the, the wealth uh, with, with, our, with our health first. Right. Um, there's this this transformation that's happening, uh, and there's an opportunity 
uh, through cryptocurrency, absolutely, NFTs, talk to me. Like literally, change the trajectory of our community, and you're you're one of the leaders in that space. Yes, sir. Talk talk to us about why is cryptocurrency right now the opportunity that could change everything, could change the game forever. On the blockchain, it's the only place we go get reparations right now. Mm. Joe Biden ain't giving us no reparations. Mm. You understand me? He, yeah. he probably don't even remember what they are. Mm. You understand me? Forgot people didn't ask them, yeah. right? But when it comes to that, if, you know, reparations is repairment, mm. right? Yeah. Repairing what was broken. Yeah. Only we can do that for us. The moment we start looking for someone else to do for us what we can do for ourselves, we become a slave again. Mm. You understand me? So mastery of self is also looking for the opportunities to do for self. The biggest opportunity to do for self exists on the blockchain. You understand me? That if a person, let's, let's look at the banks. The banks are the worst, most predatory institutions on the planet. You understand me? For the whole human existence. We in the vault right now. You understand me? They take your money, they deposit in their vault. At any point in time, they got maybe 10% of what you put on there on hand, the rest they investing. You understand me? Guaranteeing them returns, right? While you come and they charging you to hold your money while they invest in and flip it, and then they say, I'll give you 1% on it. Right. Well, imagine if the bank sent you a report, right, with the 1% that they gave you, then they sent you a report with a backdrop of what inflation. Mm -hmm. They say, you know what, well, inflation is rising like 4 to 6.2%. Things cost more. Actually, you lost value. Right. So now your money is buying you less. Yeah. Then they sent you another report. You know what, we sent you a comparative study. This is how much you would have gained if you kept that same amount of money in the bank over a year if you would have put it in Bitcoin, mm. right? You would have taken that same money, you would have put it in Ethereum. You would have put it in Litecoin. You would have put it in Solano or Cardano. It would have had, actually, you would have got 500% return. Wow. Actually, you would have got 30,000% return, wow. right? And yeah. some of them, you're talking about 70,000 plus mm. return or 3,000% return yeah. versus negative 4.6% <laughs> return. Right. Right? So it makes the most sense on the planet. Yeah. Also, you know, it allows us to do our own banking. Mm. You understand me? Like, we go to a bank because we need them to manage our money for us. Yeah. Right? And that's how we need to transact. I need, if I need to send a large amount of money to anybody, I need to send them a wire. I need to send it through Zelle or something. Right? It may cost me a fee. Right? Sometimes the wire may take another day or two as they verify it in between transactions. Mm. I do it through crypto. My bank is in my wallet. Yes, Right? I want to send whoever I want to send. Any, it could be a million dollars. I send a billion dollars to you. Mm. I mean, you get it in a couple minutes. Right. It's yours. It's there. Right. What did I to do? I just control my own banking. Right. $1.5 trillion in our communities, you understand me, is unbanked in our communities. Mm. Right? So all the spending power that we have is not an investment power. Mm -hmm. Right? So if we simply, simply take the money that we have, that we spend, right, and we invest in it, we're going to get a return. Mm. But what's the best place to get the biggest gains right now? Mm -hmm. Besides the stock market, yeah. besides businesses, yeah. right? Because businesses and stock markets is the best places to get money. Yeah. When you're talking about the top 1%, cryptocurrency, mm -hmm. right? Inflation is happening right now, yeah. right? High inflation, high. Yeah, high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand me? We're talking about hyperinflation, and you're essentially talking about when the people stop believing in the currency, right. or their native currency. Right. So if people stop. Because the Fed just, yeah. they just printing it. They, they printed, I was listening to uh, Ian Dunlap, he was talking about, you know, he printed 25% of the world's money supply last year. Yeah. You understand me? In America. Yeah. In the history. Right. That's ridiculous. ridiculous yeah. 
How do you want to make something invaluable? Make more of it. Right. If everybody got it, it ain't that valuable. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So here we are with money being backed by nothing. You have a technology. Yeah. You got the blockchain. So before you get into crypto, you got to understand why is it valuable in yeah. the first place. And the blockchain is what makes crypto valuable because you can have centralized banking and decentralized banking. And with this decentralized banking, it basically says that in a central banking system, you got the CEO, you got the president, you got the board, the trustees. These are the people who decide what happens in that bank. Uh -huh. You understand me? Decentralized banking, in the middle, you got only the people, you understand me, that interact with it, all the customers, they own the bank. Uh -huh. You understand me? Nobody can tell them what to do and what they can't do whatsoever. They decide what happens. Yeah. So there's no central authority. It's decentralized, right? The difference between when you own a Bitcoin and when you got a dollar is that you don't own this dollar. Mm. This is still the bank's dollar for debt. Right. You understand me? This dollar doesn't have any backing. It's only made for debt, mm. right? It's not backed by gold. Right. Once you own a Bitcoin, only 21 million of them are going to be made. Mm. You understand me? It's not going to be enough Bitcoin for every millionaire in the world. You understand me? Bitcoin is going to consistently go up and rise. It's at around 60-something at the time of this recording, mm -hmm. right? People are predicting it to be at about 100, maybe 90,000 by the end of the year, maybe more, mm -hmm. right? So if I can teach every black person in America how to create their own hedge fund, yeah. right? Yeah. That's why I teach an infinite wealth strategies, right? So I say, listen, how many people in your family, immediate family? Immediate family, five. Let's say you got five people. There's something that they call a, 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 a you can create your own um, vault, right? You like this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you create your own vault with them. Mm -hmm. Each person are able to put things into that vault, but everybody has their own wallet. Mm -hmm. So you can't take nothing out that vault unless everybody signs on that wallet. Mm -hmm. So let's say you got an app or a computer. Somebody want to take it out. They got to call everybody. Listen, I want to take 50000 out. But they say, well, that's not what we agreed to, yeah. right? So now it's trusted because nobody can steal from it, mm -hmm. right? Nobody can take from or put in without the permission of the collective. Mm -hmm. So let's say you do this with your children. You got your daughter. You understand? You got your son. You got your pops, mom, whoever's inside that. Mm -hmm. and, and, and this is if you want to create a, just a vault system. And you can buy digital assets the same way mm -hmm. to where you are buying or investing with the permission of each other. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But whoever has the most knowledge, they can go find which NFT to buy or which uh, uh, a cryptocurrency to buy. Mm -hmm. They set it in there, let it go up. Y'all can agree upon terms when you go take it out. Mm -hmm. And now the family is doing fund management themselves. Mm -hmm. nice. You do the same thing with a hedge fund. Mm -hmm. I say, listen, because I know the most about cryptocurrency and I got my own portfolio and that's been working, mm -hmm. I want to manage it for the rest of the family. Mm -hmm. I'm going to create a hedge fund. And a hedge fund, nobody can take it out for at least a year. Mm -hmm. Now, these are tools that's on the blockchain right now. Yeah. These are not theoretical concepts. These are things that you can tap in and apply instantly. Mm -hmm. I create the hedge fund for the family. Moms ain't got time to learn crypto. She wants to. Yeah. Pops ain't got time to learn it. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? They get it, but they, don't, they ain't got time. Yeah. Right? So I say, I'll do it. I'll invest in. I'll pick which uh, cryptos we're going to invest in. I'll research which projects. Ones that's going to give us safe gains over the long term. Uh -huh. Ones that's short term that we can do and get some gains in. And ones that'll give us parabolic gains. More risky, uh -huh. but they're going to give us higher returns. Uh -huh. Right? So I decide where we're investing into. Everybody invest in, and then if they ever want to pull out, it'll just give them their coins of what was invested into sent back into their wallet. Uh -huh. So cryptocurrency has all these different application and projects on there that you can utilize in multiple different ways. Uh -huh. But cryptocurrency right now, and when I talked about that $10 trillion gap, uh -huh. 
there's no other way besides the blockchain that we're going to catch up to the rest of any other race or culture. And, and what's, what's the blockchain for, for those who don't fully like, understand it, right? Because um, I think specifically in our community, we have a, a lack of trust for the banks, which is why, uh, you know, there's so many unbanked in our community. Uh, we have a lack of trust. This is why we use check cash and pawn, pawn shops and things of that nature. Um, and the blockchain should reverse that. Mm -hmm. But still, you know, because of this lack of trust in the banking system, a lot of people don't understand how the blockchain could actually, you know, you know, you know, revive your confidence in a, in a, in a system because it's more transparent. So for those who don't know, like what like what is what is the blockchain? So the blockchain is a technology that all of this cryptocurrency, NFTs and metaverse, all the things you hear about, that's where it lives on. That's what makes it possible. Right. So basically, the blockchain is a system of ledgers. You understand me? A ledger is essentially a transaction. So every time something happens, it is put on the blockchain, right? They got what they call, it's a chain, right? So these chains are filled up with these nodes. Every time that there's a transaction, it gets filled up in these nodes, it gets put on the chain, and it's part of this block, right? So essentially, it's information in these blocks that are connected to these chains. Now, why is that important, right, for a person like, all right, I heard you, but I didn't hear you, right? <laughs> that essentially, the blockchain creates a trusted system. Right. To where every single thing that is done is recorded and cannot be changed. Mm. Right. Yeah. So if I get a Bitcoin transacted to my wallet, it is now trusted and coded to my wallet. Right. Nobody can go in there and manipulate it. Nobody can go in there and change it. Mm. It is now mine forever. Mm. You understand me? Now, if I got an accountant, you understand me? And I got them transacting my cryptocurrency for me. Right. I can always go, and the blockchain is open, right? You can go on a, a site called Etherscan. You can type in anybody wallet. You can look at every transaction that they ever made. Wow. You understand me? And what the blockchain did is it created a system where digital assets can be protected. You understand me? And can now have value, right? One of the things that was a big issue, you're talking about like counterfeiting, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But if something has been counterfeited, you understand me? It's hard to tell whether that's the real one or not. Mm. But if you can go and see whether it's connected to the blockchain, whether there was a transaction that's connected to that, mm -hmm. then that makes it trusted. Yeah. And I know that that one is real, yeah. right? So the blockchain is a system where they build cryptocurrency, right? And they built it on top of this because they needed a layer of protection for money. Mm -hmm. Well, if I give you one Bitcoin, mm -hmm. you understand me? How do I know it's not a double money system mm -hmm. to where you're taking that same Bitcoin and doing it for two things twice, mm -hmm. right? No, because you can... It's layered in on this technology to where once that transaction is set, another transaction has to happen, which says that this was sold and this is no longer in your wallet. Mm. Right. And because it's not in your wallet, it's in someone else's wallet. Mm. And that transaction is now on that block. Mm. You understand me? Which means that you can go back to the entire history of blockchain technology and cryptocurrency. You can see every single thing that has ever happened. Mm. So let's say if Wells, what they call Wells is people who hold a whole lot of money mm. of uh, native currency. Mm. So let's say in Bitcoin, you want to see what's going on, and all of a sudden somebody moved a billion dollars. Well, they got people who track that because they can see that transaction. Mm. They said, wait a minute, somebody just moved a billion dollars. Wow. Wait a minute, five wells just moved a billion dollars. Right. Something must be going on in cryptocurrency. Mm. So they use that as a metric of data to understand what may happen or what wow. may not happen. Yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. essentially, you know, blockchain is a system. Right. Of technology that is impervious so far to being hacked, to being destroyed, mm -hmm. that basically becomes the new central bank. Mm -hmm. 
It becomes the new government. Yeah. You understand me? Yeah. It becomes the new internet, yeah. right? Because you can put whatever you want on it and nobody can mess with it, mm. right? Yeah. So yeah. far. Yeah, and, and, and you know, speaking of the blockchain, cryptocurrency, um, there's something that's like hot right now, mm -hmm. which is NFTs. Correct. NFTs, um, you know, because you talk about like not being able to duplicate things. Like, what is NFTs, and how, um, you know, how can we we benefit from the from NFTs? Well, you can benefit. So, in the future, you will have thousands of NFTs in your wallet. Mm. I promise you, one hundred percent. Everybody will have thousands of NFTs in their wallet. One hundred percent. NFT stands for non fungible token, mm. right? Fungibility is the, the ability for one thing to be exchanged for another. Mm. If you gave me this and I lost it, mm. you understand me, I can always replace it with this one. Uh -huh. That means, you understand me, they have fungibility, they can be replaced from each other. This is not unique. Uh. There's nothing special about it. That's, money is not fungible. Right. It's, it's, it's fungible because, you understand me, you can trade 150, it can be break down to two tens and 30, and that equals the same value. Yeah. But when something is unique like art, you understand me, you can't just replace one thing with another. It's the same thing if I take the same dollar and, uh, uh, you know, who, who is somebody you like that's a popular celebrity or something? Uh, Jay, Jay-Z. Just say Jay-Z signed this dollar. Yeah. And if I lost, you had you could have this frame. I lost this. You ain't going to be like, no, nah, it's just 50 bucks. Right. It's non-fungible now because right. it's right. a unique asset. Yeah. So now you're talking about having digital unique assets, mm. right? If I take something, let's say a picture of this same dollar, mm. right, and I put it on the blockchain, it's recorded on there that there's this, this is the only one. Mm. I can take that and transfer that digital asset to your wallet. It's mm. now yours, mm. right? It went from one place to another. Right. Now it's a unique digital asset. The reason I say that everybody's going to have NFTs, whether they're buying them or not, because it's a perfect place for verification, mm. right? So let's say I heard Nike is coming and was going to do something like this where they're adding NFTs to every shoe that they make, mm. right? So you can know whether they're real or not so they can kill the counterfeit market. Wow, 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 wow. You understand yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Because if you got the shoe, let's say it got an imprinting barcode on there. Yeah. Well, if I scan it and then they got the NFT connected to it, it got to be fake. Mm. You understand Game me? Changer. Game changer. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. But also, you know, with NFTs, and this is why I teach in the Infinite Wealth Strategies, is how any and everybody can sell NFTs. And I increase in people's confidence. My mm. students made 80 to $100,000 just trading NFTs. Yeah. You understand me? And we probably don't have time to get into that whole market, but yeah. once you understand that if you have a product or a service or anything, you should be into NFTs for the fact that they are digital assets that you can use to make money for the rest of your life. Yeah. NFTs are back what they call by smart contracts. Mm -hmm. Smart contracts is a contract that, that acts automatically without the uh, intervention of the sender and the receiver. So we can create a contract between each other, right? Mm -hmm. And whatever the terms that we agree upon, the machine will automate that. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Yeah. So now you can't go in there and change nothing. Yeah. So now I trust the business in between this because there's nothing you can do, yeah. right? But if I sell, you understand me, I sold my first NFT for $16,000, mm -hmm. right? And it was essentially a, a picture of the spinning coin, which I'm actually making physical back real coins already. Mm -hmm. Um, in their ounces. Mm -hmm. um, each coin is an ounce. So let's say you buy my coin, you understand me? And once you buy it, I will send you the physical asset with it. That's called having a project with utility, mm -hmm. right? Then they got these NFT projects, you understand me, that's like Bored Ape Yacht Club, mm -hmm. 
right? These are projects all the celebrities are buying in it, right? And what's giving it value, number one, is exclusivity, yeah. right? It's an exclusive club with membership, right? And it's also a social piece because now I can flex on it. Mm. NFTs are the new Rolex. Mm. NFTs are the new Benzes. Yeah. You understand me? Because if I look at your profile and you, I see that you bought a $300,000 NFT, oh, you own one of those? Yeah. Damn, I heard, I heard Jay-Z own one of those too. Yeah. I'm in a club of 10,000 people. Right. Nobody else can get in that's exclusive in the world. Now, I'm flexing with this digital piece. Right. The same way we flex from having social media likes and followers. Mm. We don't walk around with it in the real world, but people know about it. Right. So yo, the digital space is the new flex, mm. right? Yeah. There's also the thing, when, when, when you talk about NFTs, there's gonna, these things are going to be widely used in the metaverse. Yeah. You understand me? In this metaverse, and I'm sure you, you was probably get that. I probably, yeah, I probably, no, no, I no, probably no, jumped I the gun. Because I was like, you're not going nowhere until we talk about yeah. the metaverse. <laughs> the metaverse is a... My, my guy's giving me the sign, and yeah. I, I, I see you, but yeah, let me, we, we ain't going nowhere until we talk about this let, metaverse. Let me get it in. The metaverse is a place where, you understand me, it's a digital space where we can interact, essentially. Yeah. We can throw events. We can build buildings, we can hold space, we can build products, we can hold games, mm. everything. Everything that we do in the real world, they're yeah. creating a virtual and a like digital Roblox. space. Like Roblox. Yeah, yeah. The kids play Roblox. My, my daughter, on Roblox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's the metaverse. Mm. Now Facebook, they said we just gonna name ourselves Meta. Meta. They didn't create right. Metaverse though. Right. Right. right? That's that's a virtual land. You got mm. things like uh Decentraland. Mm. It's ninety two thousand plots of land on there that you can go and buy, mm. right? Now, some people are buying land and flipping it. You understand like me? Right now, like like right land. now, today, Word. right? Because some spaces, you have more traffic flowing than others. So if you put a billboard up in there, then people are going to see it. Wow. You understand me? So imagine if Jay-Z builds a home in the metaverse. Right. Well, what if I got the crib next to his? Mm. So anytime everybody going to Jay-Z concert, they got to come next to my spot. Right. So I put a billboard right in front of there. You understand me? You can come. But also, there's things in the metaverse where you can have virtual spaces, you put what they call the Oculus lens or these virtual lenses on. Yeah. People come into space and when they watching it, that counts as a, like I could put a YouTube video up inside my metaverse virtual space, mm -hmm. that counts as a view. Wow. You understand me? Like the metaverse is the future because there's gonna be more things built in a metaverse that, that can be built in a real world. Mm -hmm. You understand right, me? Right. Think about it. You can build so much digital you can, deal more, you, can, you can create way more digital uh, uh, jewelry and yeah. art and clothes yeah. and space in the metaverse because it's unlimited. Yeah. So the marketplace of the metaverse is where a lot of billionaires and trillionaires are going to be coming from. Yeah. Right now, nobody has a monopoly on it. Right, you know how right. big that opportunity is for the biggest emerging marketplace in the world yeah. to, 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 to about to pop off yeah. and nobody has a monopoly over it yet? Yeah. Nobody has went viral in the metaverse. Right. Nobody is that central person where every, oh, I'm buying all your digital shirts. Or I'm right. buying all your digital this, that, and the third. Right. Nobody is that person. Yeah. That means the landscape is open wide. Mm. You understand me? But how do you buy property in the metaverse, though? So you can go to, you can go to OpenSea right now. Yeah. You understand me? You can go to uh, uh, CryptoVisals or you can go to uh, Decentraland, right? Yeah. And you can go through it and you can start searching through it for land that is for sale, mm. right? Basically, it's for sale in the form of an NFT. Yeah. You buy that NFT, it is sent to your wallet. Mm. You understand me? Your wallet is connected, so you're going to need you a MetaMask that's connected to your browser. Yeah. You understand me? Once you go into OpenSea, you have that plot of land you can start building on. Mm. So there's digital architects and digital planners right now. You understand me? So you go in there, you build it up, because if I build my virtual school, which I am building, my Black World Order School, mm. the 
what are you talking about the letter? We, the block world order is essentially black world order, but on the blockchain. Mm. You understand yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. And every single thing that you need to know from crypto to NFTs, virtual reality, metaverse, what they call staking, all of that will be taught in the block world order. It's going to be the biggest, it is the biggest organization, mm. you understand me, on the blockchain yeah. where you can get all of the resources that you need. Yeah. You understand me? In the biggest community. Yeah. So I built my virtual school. You put on your virtual glasses, you can now enter that school, walk around, interact with others. They got their avatars on. Wow. You understand me? They done bought virtual crowns that they wearing. They got their, unfortunately for all the cats that like to overbrand, they got their virtual Gucci on looking goofy in the metaverse. You understand me? It's anything gonna happen. Right, they right, gonna take right. their they, they real habits and, and turn it into their virtual goofiness. Right, I right. already know. Right. You understand me? <laughs> so, I'm just saying, <laughs> people are going to be more famous and things that you do in the metaverse are going to be more important than things you do in the physical world, the right. same way social media is. Yeah, yeah, social yeah. media is the metaverse. Yeah. People act like it's something coming. It's something that's already here. Oh, yeah, you yeah. spend 12 hours on social media. Yeah. What makes you think if they built a better media for your mind to be around a whole virtual space that you wouldn't be in it? Right. Yeah. Here's the cautionary tale. Mm -hmm. Cautionary tale is addictive, yeah. right? I was looking at statistics earlier for alcohol abuse and like teens and like cigarette use and things. A lot of those, some of those drug uses have went down mm. and I believe that is because they found a new addiction, mm. right? Social media. Yeah. The teen is addicted to social media more than they're addicted to drugs. Right. You understand me? In the virtual space, people are going to be addicted there, detaching themselves from reality. Yeah. So in the basis of that, I want everybody from a health standard to understand that you got to be connected to nature. I teach blockchain and metaverse and crypto and all those things because those are resources for us to bridge the wealth gap, yeah. right? Not for us to have our minds stuck. Mm. You understand me? Because yeah. once you put your mind in somebody else's space, whoever controls the space controls your mind. Mm. You understand me? Yeah. So cryptocurrency, invest in the top cryptos. Yeah. You understand me? Go on coin market cap. And, and study the top ones. Go look on the second and third page mm -hmm. and research. It's something I teach called tokenomics. Mm -hmm. Instead of you finding a Dogecoin or a Shiba Inu coin because you heard everybody talk about it, which is just fear of missing out, I teach people how to actually audit a coin for themselves. Mm -hmm. You understand me? You can don't book titles to tokenomics. Yeah. I, I got the infinite wealth strategy, but we teach tokenomics. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> so tokenomics and fungenomics. So yeah. teaching why cryptocurrency is adopted in the real world, why it's going to be valuable. Yeah. And this last key I'll leave y'all with is we buy everything. It was a psychologist by the name of B.F. Skinner. Mm -hmm. He is a psychologist that thought of the idea of tokenizing behavior, mm -hmm. tokenizing incentives to incentivize behavior. Mm -hmm. Right? We get an A on class. Mm -hmm. I normally wouldn't have studied, but I got that A, it produces dopamines, I get rewarded for it, I'm going to study again. Yeah. So now without that incentive, you start to develop the habit on your own, mm -hmm. right? If I got a cryptocurrency, why am I going to buy into it? Either reward is going to make me buy into it, mm -hmm. or punishment is going to say I'm not going to buy into it. Every behavior can be classified in those two regards. Yeah. So if I see somebody buying into a Dogecoin, they told me they just made $1,000, that sounds like a rewarding thing. Yeah. I want to jump into it as well. Yeah. If I make money, this is going to make me get into it more, mm -hmm. right? So it's going to send you further into it. Yeah. But if you heard somebody, they ain't make no money, they were scammed, well, I don't want to get into that. I don't mm -hmm. understand that. You understand me? Then it's going to say, well, I'm not going to interact with it. Mm -hmm. Most people don't realize they just controlled by the environment. They don't have their own mind. Right. Right. So when I teach tokenomics, I teach people how to audit. Do you know where it should be listed? Mm -hmm. How it should be audited? What is the white paper? What are the things to look for? Mm -hmm. And what this does is it decreases risk, mm -hmm. 
You understand me? An increased profit, uh, profit because you're no longer gambling. Yeah. You actually have a way that you're going into the market. And this only takes like, you know, a couple hours to learn. Mm -hmm. You understand mm -hmm. me? There's always more I'm adding to this auditing list. Same thing with NFTs. Mm -hmm. Why is the project valuable? Mm -hmm. Don't be looking at all of the rich pro uh, uh, projects. Don't worry about that. Even though you can buy into fractional shares called fractional.art, you can buy into fractional shares of some of these big projects. Mm -hmm. So let's say if I bought into what they call a CryptoPunk, which was the first minted project on the blockchain, uh, an Ethereum blockchain, which is the most valuable one right now. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't afford to buy a million dollar one, mm -hmm. but I can afford to maybe put $100 and get fractional shares into it. Mm -hmm. So if it goes up 100%, then my shares didn't go up the same way as the stock market, right? right? And you can take your own NFTs you buy and put it on fractional.art as well and create your own market, right? But at the same time, if I'm going to go there, I'm going to go to OpenSea or go to some of these projects. I'm going to follow them. I'm going to look at the hype. I'm going to look at the community. I'm going to look at who's backing it, who's involved in it. You understand me? And I want to buy the projects on, on, on the first layer mm -hmm. because on secondary sales, you're getting paid as well. Right. I buy something, but I, I buy for low. I sell it for high. Mm -hmm. Very simple. Mm -hmm. If I'm the owner of that project, create projects is my key. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Intellectual property is the key here. Mm -hmm. If you can establish as much intellectual property as possible on the blockchain, mm -hmm. you're going to create a system where you get residual income for the rest of your life. Wow. You understand me? Yeah. Think about this last thing. I think y'all should enjoy this concept. If I've got a house. Right. Um. I forgot who I hear talking about this. I buy a house, mm -hmm. right, um, and I want to sell this house, but I put inside that contract that every time this house is sold, I get 1% of it. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Now, this, this could be a million-dollar beachfront property. Yeah. You understand me? But because this is the agreed term, and I put this on the blockchain, I right. set it up as an NFT. Right. If you buy the NFT, you are agreeing to the terms of that smart contract. Uh, yeah. You understand me? Uh -huh. So now, when it's sold, no matter who sells it, it could be... 50 years later, 100 years later, my estate is still getting 1% wow. off each sale in perpetuity. These are the ideas wow. when we're talking on the blockchain. Yeah. Do not look at how it's being used. Look at how you can use it. Use it. Yeah. Because most of the great ideas have not even been thought of yet. Mm. NFTs are just one of the best use cases of the blockchain thus far. Yeah. If you can think it, it can be done on the blockchain. Yeah. Man. You understand me? Man, man, man. He got the keys, keys, keys. It's powerful because when you look at history, um, you know, a lot of the push for our our people uh, are to own, own property. Absolutely. We've owned property before. Mm -hmm. But what happened during the Great Migration, people think about, you know, the domestic terrorism that happened that pushed most of us north. Yeah. What happens to the property that we own? Right. Right? The, the property is recorded through the courts. If the courts right. are, are, are controlled... You then, got it. Then the, then the courts can say, ah, yeah, we signed this off. And so now with the mass migration north, right, right, all of that wealth that we had already right. stayed with the people who terrorized us out. That's a fact. But if you got it on the blockchain. On the, imagine if all of our yes. history, imagine if all of our family history is on the blockchain. Yes. We'd be able to really go back and see our glory. We'd yeah. see how much land we own, how yeah. many buildings we own, yeah. all of the things that were being done back in those days. Yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't destroy it on the blockchain unless yeah. you know you get rid of electricity and internet, right? right? So at that point we had an apocalyptic state. Right. So it right. don't even matter. Right. So yes, the blockchain is the best place to store history. Yeah. I'll leave the last thing. One thing I teach my students: I got a three to four week book strategy mm -hmm. because I want every single person to write a book. Yes. You understand me? Every family should have a book. Every person, because number one, books to me is like the original concept of NFTs because it's something that 
a customer is being born every day for your book. Mm. You understand me? A hundred years later, your book is being sold to a new reader. You understand me? So like creating a book is automatically creating you an infinite stream of income. You understand me? And then you take that book and you put it on the blockchain and you solidify it in history. You understand me? Because that yeah, intellectual property is now part of the algorithm of human existence. Mm. You understand me? I like the idea of the blockchain because it is the recorded ledger yeah. for human beings. Yeah. You understand me? Everything that we do can be put on this block and it can be done. Yeah. And then if your children are growing up right now, they need to understand Web3, mm. coding. Mm. Put them in that. Everybody talk about how you got to go to school. School, to me, mm-hmm. is the biggest scam that the banks have ever sold us. Mm. You understand me? Because the banks take your money, you understand me? And they take the money from the parents, you understand me? And then they get a loan to the children, mm-hmm. and then they charge them interest on it, mm-hmm. and then you get an education and you can't even pay back the loan. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Why? Because the, the value of the education wasn't as much as the value of the loan. Mm-hmm. You understand me? So when you talk about the billions of debt that Americans are in mm-hmm. so they can get educated in America, mm-hmm. makes no sense. Yeah. So a debt forgiveness alone what the hell y'all should I'm learning so I could be a better citizen I'm learning so my family can have a future you're not doing me no favor that money don't exist in the first place it's just digits right and you don't even here's the thing about a college you don't have to have a college degree to start a college Mm. you understand me so that tells me something Mm. but you know skill sets are the most important today and so is creativity right the smart people already created the, the blockchain. Mm. They created the Facebooks. Mm. They created the technology we go use. Yeah. Your job is to think of what's the most creative way to use it. Yeah. You understand me? The creatives are the ones who will be the billionaires, trillionaires running the planet. Mm. Because that's the best resource right now on the planet. How can you use things outside the lines? Yeah. You understand me? So do not think of these things. This is the most important part for me because mindset is 80%, skill set 20%. Mm. With the right mindset, you can master any skill set. Yeah. But we just waiting to be slaves. Mm. You understand me? Tell me what to do so I can do it, please. I don't wow. teach my students to do that. Wow. I teach them to think for self. Yeah. Stop asking me questions that's Googleable. Mm. Stop DMing me that I don't work for you. Mm. Work for yourself. Mm. If I give you some, then you have enough to go get the rest. Mm. You understand yeah. me? Yeah. And when people have this mindset, specifically to the men out there, when you got a mindset, you understand me, that you go execute? Yeah. The only distance between you and where you want to be is your ignorance. Mm. It's what you don't know. If you know everything, why are you not there? Right. You know step by step. Mm. And then it's your procrastination. Mm. Procrastination is the abortion clinic of ideas. You understand me? People start things and they don't finish because that mind of God, your ability to concentrate is prolonged focus. Mm. If you can focus on something for a prolonged period of time, you can produce anything into reality. Mm. You understand me? And a man's mind is his womb. You understand me? That's where he gives birth to his ideas. That's how I can tell a real man. He says something and he does it. Mm. He thinks something and it's brought into a reality. That means his mind is working. You understand me? Um, And I'll be remiss. uh, Like I'll be doing our audience a a, a disservice if I don't ask this last question. How do you get that focus back? Right? Mm. With all the distractions, with all the things, how? Like like let us know because... um, yeah, we're distracted. Yeah. Right? And, and and you're absolutely right. You're distracted. Um, you're procrastinating. You're not executing. Um, and, and, and you and you said it. The greatest thing that's ever been created is the human body and the human mind. That's a fact. There is no, like 
greater than the sun, yeah. greater than the moon, yeah. greater than any anything, because we are the only beings that could think something in the mind and create it in That's real life. That's the key. How do we get that focus back? Detox, you gotta fast. Yeah. Environment is stronger than nature. Mm. You can wanna do something, but it's your environment not gonna let you do it. Yeah. Cause it's not gonna reinforce those thoughts to keep you focused, yeah. right? So let's say I wanna save $10,000, but my habits are $12,000. Mm. You understand me? Every month I'm spending money on entertainment. I'm spending money on sex. Sex is the biggest chase that people focus on. Mm. Everything we do is for sex, mm. right? So when we talk about gaining discipline, you understand me? It's being a disciple of your mind. Mm. You understand me? It's, it's, it's learning how to uh, um, detach and uh, disconnect from the things you don't need and replace them with the things you do, mm. right? Most people just don't want to hear the things that you need to do. Yeah. You understand me? Like, it's, you got to be a man about it. Be a mind about it, mm. right? Like, if I want to get focused, mm. I got to change my environment if my environment is not connected to my focus, yeah. right? Meaning that if it's not reinforcing the things that my attention is on, if my intention you understand me? It's not aligned with my attention, mm. then I'm losing. Because mm. whatever you give attention to grows, mm. right? So distraction is when you are not on traction. Mm. You don't have traction. Right. When you ain't got traction, you understand me? You're not moving towards the right actions, mm. so you're not attracting the right things. Mm. You are subtracting yourself from going to that place you say you want to attract. Mm. You understand me? So you have to think about what is your daily act. Mm. Every, I build it out like this. Mm. What is your daily act? Is it an attract or is it a distract? Mm. Is it a subtract? Mm. So when I'm acting in my will, if I'm acting in my intention and acting in my purpose, mm. well, everything that I do has to do something with my vision, mm. right? A man of vision is a man of discipline. Mm. You understand? You ever yeah. seen a man produce a wide vision? No, I don't care about the results. I'm thinking about how much discipline he had to produce it into his reality. Right. Right. You understand me? So last but not least is, it's the same thing that happens when you want to produce any thought into reality. But if you don't have a vision, then you don't have direction in the first place. Yeah. So you, you don't got a destination. You don't know where you're going. And you can be pointed into anywhere in any which way. Yeah. I practice sitting alone by myself. Mm. You understand me? Because it lets you know where your mind is being pulled. Mm. You understand me? The moment you, you want to do something. No, I got to go over here. I got to go over there. Mm. In my book, I wrote about the concept of your future self. And this has helped a lot of people. You understand me? Not only getting into nature, just, just taking walks without your phone, deprogramming, you understand me, and allowing your mind to be tapped in, but every decision you make today, you got to live tomorrow, right? So the question becomes is, you know, if you take in the next 365 days, whatever date that you look at this, I want you to write it down. Mm. Today's date, then I want you to write down 365 days to now, mm. right? Now, think about the person you are today, mm. right? You have two selves. It's called your experiential self. Those are the, yo, let's go to the strip club. Let's go to a concert. Let's go kick it. Let's go do this. Well, forget it. Let's logo. Let's, let's go do it. You understand me? But then you got that focused self. You understand me? That self is saying, nah, I can't do that because I'm focused on this vision right now. Yeah. You understand me? I'm, I'm not going to get distracted. I'm, I'm tapped in right now. I can't do that right now. Yeah. Right? Now, we feed one of these selves in every act that we do and every decision that we make. Mm -hmm. It's going to create how much money you got in the bank, what type of friends you have, right? How happy you are, what type of relationships you in, right? How healthy you are. So if you look at who you are today, you understand me? It's the sum of all your decisions in the moment, right? So in 365 days, you have to think about it every single day. 
who am I building? Because you got to live your life once it's done. Yeah. If you broke right now, it's because the last 365 days, you've designed a broke life. Mm. You understand me? Yeah. From every decision you made, mm. right? Yeah. So for me, I'm always thinking like, damn, who's going to be my future self, mm. right? 19 keys in 2022, mm. going to be more rich, mm. more powerful. Mm. You understand me? If God forbid, I might be more handsome. Mm. You understand me? Might be smarter. You understand me? Why? Because I'm going to take care of myself. Mm. You understand me? I'm investing things that's going to give me a return on my future, right? I'm going to have a vision that's going to keep me dedicated and focused no matter what's going on in the world. I'm going to be tapped in at all times. I'm going to read things and that's going to reinforce the increase of my vision because it's going to increase the power to produce it into my reality. And then I'm going to cut off people that ain't got nothing to do with my goals. You understand me? Environment is the strongest, most powerful thing that controls human beings. Change the environment, change the man. Powerful, powerful, powerful. We're going to stop right there because that's all of the keys that we need to get your life right, to get you on the right place. My brother, powerful, powerful. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate Absolutely. you, man. Um, you know, let uh, if, if people want to connect with you, I know you get the podcast coming. Yes, sir. Uh, talk about the podcast and if people want to connect with you with me. Peace, family. I'm 19 Keys. You can find me on all platforms at 19 Keys. You can check out my War Room podcast. You can go to Apple, check out, type in 19 Keys and find me everywhere. Special for everybody that's on here, 323-577-6692. Text INFINITE and I'm going to give you a discount on the Infinite Wealth Strategies. Discount code VAULT. All right, y'all. Another powerful episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. We are closing out the vault. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Inside the Vault. I follow me. I am Ash Cash on all social media platforms, and I'll see you next time for another powerful episode of the greatest money mindset show on the planet. I'll see y'all next time in God's will. Same time, same place. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.